everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Hey everybody and welcome to day three of our week-long conversation on pivotal questions. Basically, we are exploring some of the critical questions from Andy Stanley's book called Better Decisions, Fewer Regrets. These questions have radically changed the way we make decisions, firstly as individuals and then collectively as an organization. And so we decided to share some of this content with you. I've always said that you can tell a person's destiny by the kind of questions they ask. So maybe at this very moment, you need to ask yourself, what type of questions have I been asking lately? Are you asking serious questions or you just ask questions for the sake of asking questions. Pivotal questions are well-placed, appropriately timed, and thought-provoking questions. I remember someone on our table, somebody said that, I often don't know what questions to ask in the moment. You know, when they get home and maybe they're lying in their bed, then they start thinking, oh, I should have asked that, or I should have said this. And I think most people go through this. We, we don't have the questions available when we need them. So, in Andy Stanley's book, he gives us the right questions to ask in advance. So these are the questions that we are trying to share with you so that every time before you you make a major decision, you can actually use any one of these questions to filter your decision-making process. And so uh, on day one, on Monday, we were speaking about the question, am I being honest with myself, really? And then yesterday we started talking about what story do I want to tell? And whenever you are about to make a decision and you ask yourself, how will the story sound like after I make this decision, I'm sure you are going to make better decisions and live with lesser regrets. Today, we are going to be looking into what Andy calls the conscience question, which is basically, is there a tension that deserves my attention? So Robin, why don't you tell us a little bit more about this conscience question? question. Yeah. So basically this question talks about, you know, when, when we're going through situations and we find ourselves about to make a major decision, we find ourselves, you know, about to go and have a crucial conversation with someone or something. And there's just like this niggly little something inside of us that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that doesn't sit right. Or it's just, like this question that keeps coming in in your mind. Sometimes there's an option that creates tension inside of us. And so when that happens, it can be so tempting for us to just ignore it, to just brush it off. But what Andy was saying, instead of doing that, which I think a lot of people do, we actually need to pay attention to that. But before we even get there, like you need to ask what exactly is the conscience? Because do people even know what the conscience (laughs) is anymore? I don't know, you know? 
So my good friend Google tells us that the conscience is a person's moral sense of right and wrong, acting as a guide to one's behavior. Mm. So I'm sure many of us have this. You know, we know when we're in a certain situation, we know when we're walking through something, there's just this little voice, like many people say, like this little voice that's telling me this is right, this is wrong, this sense that I get, this feeling that I get Mm. that something is what I should do or something that I shouldn't do um you know for us as christians we believe it's holy spirit that is directing us that's trying to guide us but i think that even when you're not saved like that people have this intrinsic knowing the sense of like hey something about this is just not right or something about this is just right pastor jay would you agree that it seems that many people don't really have a conscience anymore or if they do they generally do the opposite of what it's telling them like what do you think about that Robin, I like the fact that you said everybody has a conscience. Mm -hmm. You know, God created us with a conscience. And I I think the idea comes from Romans chapter number one, that even if you don't know God's word, even if you're not saved, your conscience still acts as a a moral compass of what Mm -hmm. is right and what is wrong. So we have people that are not even believers, but they still know what is right. You know, you can go to a a place where people have never heard of the Bible, but they can still tell you, Mm -hmm. hey, this is right, this is wrong. You don't do this to a person. Again, in Romans 1, towards the end, I think God speaks of people suppressing their consciences. Mm. And this is where we are. I think we live in a time where most people just suppress their conscience. So when you ask, do we have a conscience? Yeah, we do. But we have suppressed it long enough that we we don't even pause to consider our conscience. You know, your conscience can serve as a red flag. It it just Mm. like kind of tells you, hey, something is off. You can't really put your finger onto it, but it still tells you, hey, something is off. Something is not right. Uh, You know, around the table, I think it reminded us of that. uh, I don't know if people watch the Big Bang, but Penny drives around with a car with this light. You know, the check light (laughs) is on, check engine and and, and you don't check the engine. You just kind of keep driving until the car breaks down. Yeah. And that's what we do in life. You know, we, we keep going against our conscience until we run into a major issue. So, yeah, basically people do suppress. We have a conscience, but we are suppressing. Mm. And the thing is, like, oftentimes it's like, oh, you can still excuse when it's in the small things. But I think looking at society right now, you know, people have so suppressed their conscience, they Um, that there's no more moral compass. You know, it's all about, oh, but this is my truth. It doesn't necessarily need to be your truth. (laughs) And And so you see people doing absolutely crazy things. You know, this is how you have people just really being evil and just doing the most horrific things out there because it's like, you know, it's almost now normal just to, just to, do whatever you want to do. Like they, it's like that voice is almost inaudible right now for many, many, many people. Certainly, you know, uh, if you have suppressed your conscience long enough, you just carry on. You mm. see the red flag, but you act as if it's not there. And the end result is just moral failure. You, you just, it gets worse and worse. It never gets better. So we are hoping that this conversation will at least challenge you to pause and pay attention to that tension you are feeling definitely so you need to pay attention to the tension and maybe you are sitting there and you're feeling like hey but maybe i've suppressed that voice 
maybe I just kind of bulldoze through life and I don't really consider, you know, the tension, that niggly feeling anymore. But we want to say that it's just this conversation, just opening up this avenue is going to help you. It's going to shed some light and you'll find yourself as you consider this question, when you go forward, making different decisions, you will find that there's a little bit more light that gets shed on this area of your life. Robin, I think this is the right time for us to introduce the main scripture that Andy uses in the book. And it's Proverbs 22 and verse three. The Bible says the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple or the foolish keep going and pay the penalty. I I looked it up in the New Living Translation and it reads, a prudent person foresees danger and takes the necessary precautions, but the simpletons, they go blindly on and suffer the consequences. Mm. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. When you don't pause and consider the future. You know, the word prudent speaks of one who acts in accordance to the future. You know, they consider their future. They consider what is yet to come. So mm-hmm. many times, the reason why we suppress our conscience, uh, the reason why we ignore that tension and don't pay attention to it, ignore the red flag, is simply because we just want to enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Forget the future, forget tomorrow. Right now, I just want to do what feels good. I want to enjoy myself. Please don't talk about tomorrow. But your conscience on the other side is always considering tomorrow. Like, uh, I can see the danger mm-hmm. of this. If you do this, it might feel good but tomorrow it's not gonna be good but if you ignore that you're only going to discover and pay the consequences later and what i just love about these questions now that we've covered three of them we we on the third one is that you start to see this golden thread you know kind of leading from the one to the other because this question you know sometimes you don't always know the kind of story that you want to tell like what we were saying yesterday like you don't know what's going to be the best option for your story but this question paying attention to that tension is part of what just helps you decide what kind of story you want to tell and so these questions are so vital like we believe that by the end of this week when you have all five questions and you really consider them when making life decisions you're going to be able to tell such a beautiful story Mm. okay so now we've said what the question is we've spoken about what the conscience is and you know that kind of tension that it creates inside of us but how do we manage this tension and he talks about having this hesitation having this tension within us if you're having hesitation about any kind of situation you actually need to let the tension grow you need to allow it to grow i know that goes against everything that we as human beings like because we like you know, feeling good. We like our comfort zones. We like, you know, just doing whatever we need to do to get rid of any tension in our lives. So it goes against the grain of just everything within us. But what he's saying here is that this, if there's something that's bothering you, you need to actually let it bother you even more. In fact, you need to stoke the fire. You need to (laughs) do whatever you need to do to make sure that you build this tension to maximum like (laughs) capacity so that you can really consider the situation. You know, Robin, I think the first thing we need to do when, when you start feeling that tension, you don't want to run to people who are going to tell you what you want to hear. You you actually need to be around people that are going to say, well, have you considered 
why you're feeling the way you're feeling. But mostly we run to the friends that are saying, hey, just just forget about it. Let's just go with the flow. We'll deal with that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's how we suppress the that, that tension. And when we begin to do that, we don't give it room to grow and it won't bother us for the rest of that moment. But then tomorrow we are in trouble. So I would really suggest that when you are feeling uh, that tension, some that niggly feeling, pause. Speak about the tension rather than uh, whatever you want to do. Most most times people come to me and they're like, oh yeah, I'm about to make a decision, but they don't tell you the tension that they have. Talk more about what's bothering you than just what you want to do. Definitely. And so like, it's almost like you have to seek out a controversial opinion. Yes. <laughs> and you know, we don't like to do that. But the thing is, is like, if you want to be wise, if you want to grow, if you want to just make sure that you're constantly making better decisions, then I would say just go and seek out all information, like make sure you find out everything about the situation as much as possible. So that means talking to, yeah, go and speak to the person that will kind of like help you to feel good about yourself. But then make sure that you go to two or three people that are actually going to say like, but have you considered this? Yeah. Like, you know, the the mom that's going <laughs> to tell you what you don't want to hear, <laughs> the, the pastor that's maybe going to tell you what you don't want to hear so that you have explored all the different avenues in that. Another thing, Robin, for us as Christians, Christians, your conscience, once you're saved, is led or guided by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so many times when you have something bothering you and you don't know why, this is time to pray. This is time to mm. actually say, God, why is this bothering me? Why do I have a check in my spirit? Why why am I out of peace? So it's a good opportunity to invite more of divine guidance, if I can call that, uh, more of the Holy Spirit. Uh, maybe read more about it, you know, like, hey, I'm about to make a, a, a decision. What does the Bible say about this? And you start inquiring something that is perhaps higher, higher knowledge, mm. if I can call it that a different and a more supreme perspective on whatever decision you're about to make. Definitely. So often we ignore our conscience because we believe we know better. Yeah. We believe that we can predict the future. You know, it's like the whole... Um, <laughs> Adam and Eve in the garden, the serpent comes and says, hey, did God really tell you not to eat of this tree? And she knows. She knows. Like she has walked with God. She knows what is best. She knows God's character. And I'm pretty sure that there were red flags. There were warning bells, sirens going off in her (laughs) mind. But she chose to ignore that because she liked what she was hearing. She believed that she knew what was best in that moment. And obviously we know how that turned out, you know? So Pastor Jay, let's talk a bit about this concept, you know, ignoring the tension will often set us up for disappointment. So, you know, if Eve had just paused, if she had really considered what this decision, the impact that it could have, because God told her, you know, he told her the consequences and she chose to believe something different. So how does ignoring this tension set us up for disappointment? I like what you said. Uh, and I think Andy also makes the point in the, in the book or in his teaching that disappointments come from the sense that I know what the outcome is going to be. So whenever you start thinking that you've got 100% uh, foolproof guaranteed outcome of a particular situation in the future, you are setting yourself up for disappointment because no one can control the future. Mm. Even when 
you make the right decision. If it involves other people, you never know how they are going to respond. Mm-hmm. And so when your uh, expectation, when when you think that I've got it managed, I've got it tapped down, uh, what's going to happen is when it doesn't work out that way, you're going to be disappointed. So I like that concept. We need to actually come to terms with the fact that we don't know what the future holds. We cannot guarantee the outcome of any situation. So when it comes to making decisions, the reason we ignore the red flag, the reason we don't pay attention to the tension is simply because we think we can predict the outcome. You know, if you knew for a fact that if I put this one rand in, this is what's going to come out, you're not going to pay attention to any tension. You know, you're just going to be like, well, it's given. But the reality is life doesn't work like that. Nothing is given. You could do the right thing and the wrong outcome could come. So your conscience tries to help lead Mm -hmm. you because it's considering all the aspects of what could happen in the future. You know, let's, let's take something crazy like, yeah, I'm going out and uh, I'm just going to drink with my friends. Your conscience could be thinking of the fact that you still need to drive home. And if you get drunk, you could be in an accident. And so your conscience is, is throwing a red flag, but all you are looking at right now is, I, I know that I can drive. I know I can handle my, but you are not sure of how well you are going to drive under the influence of alcohol. So ignoring your conscience, ignoring that red flag, not paying attention to the tension will simply uh, lead to disappointments. Okay, Pastor Jay. So clearly there's something so powerful within each and every one of us. The fact that we were all created with a conscience and that can be a super powerful thing that helps us to navigate our lives, to make better decisions. But now we have these people in our lives that can also act as our conscience in a sense. And many times we, we don't want to hear these things from specific people, you know, like we want to dodge hearing the truth from people. We don't want to um, pay attention to the tension that someone brings to your life. Like if uh, I'm sure we've all been there where we are going down a particular path and someone, you know, (laughs) with good intentions, you know, like just comes and says, Hey, have you considered this? Yeah. Like maybe this is not the best Avenue for you. And if the person is close to us, oftentimes will be it'll be like you still put up like a bit of uh, resistance, but you'll accept it more easily. But sometimes it's really someone that just comes out of the who knows where they come out yeah. of, you know, and it, it feels like, yo, this person doesn't really know me. They don't really know my journey. But what we have seen over and over is that God can even use those kinds of people. And often it's those kinds of people that are completely removed from our ins and outs of our lives that can bring the right tension to whatever situation we are facing. So what do you think about that? Yeah. It's one thing when the tension is coming from within, you know, you, you know that this is something to do with my own conscience and you have to learn to manage that. But it's another when suppose your conscience has not raised any flags and you're going down a path, you are having a, a jolly good time. Everything is going according to plans. And then this stranger or this other person comes and introduces tension. They tell you something that all of a sudden your soul is out of peace. Like why on earth would you say that? You know, everything is rosy right now. Mm-hmm. Why would you even say that to me? But because they have introduced that tension, we need to pay attention to it. But here's what we often do, Robin, is we start 
discrediting the truth bearer. We'd start saying, well, they don't know me. Uh, they have never walked in my shoes. They, they don't understand what I'm going through. They don't understand where I've been. And we start discrediting the, the truth bearer with a hope that if we discredit this person, then maybe the tension disappears, but it doesn't. What they said is still truthful. You know, I like what you said. God can sometimes use anything. We know that whole concept of God using a donkey. So God could actually use a stranger, a person that's just walking. How many times have you been reversing uh, and maybe you're just about to hit somebody's car or, and somebody who's just walking just taps and like, hey, watch out. Watch <laughs> out. And, and that is God sent. Maybe you, you were blind in that area, but that person can clearly see that, hey, if I don't do something, you're going to end up in a crisis. And many times that's what people do. They just come out of goodwill or maybe God sent and they say stuff. But the problem is we dis- we discredit that. Have you been there? Have you- Do you know of this uh, kind of concept? Definitely, Pastor Jay. I don't know how I didn't think of this before, but recently I've been in that situation. Like mm. I'm talking like two weeks ago <laughs> recently where, you know, I think there's been this tension inside of me regarding um, just my current walk where I am right now. And like, it's almost like I knew this niggly feeling like, okay, something needs to shift, something needs to change. And, you know, it's, it's really like you, you going about doing your business and someone comes, someone came to me and they were just like, they just threw a few things (laughs) kind of, you know, threw some spanners in the works and it was hard things to hear. It was hard things to hear. Like, um, that I need to work on things that I need to consider. And my first, everything within me response was like, oh, this person doesn't know what I'm going through. They don't know my walk that I've walked. They don't know, you know, the things that I've been facing, da, 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 da. But the truth is, is that it was like almost a confirmation of what something that I knew deep down inside of me, Mm. like, And now that I think about it, that was my conscience that had been trying to tell me for a long time, my conscience being led by the Holy Spirit, trying to tell me for a long time that, hey, something is out of place. And, you know, and I think, you know, the journey, like I created so much tension within me for about four days where I actually was just like pretty much a wreck because I was like considering these things and the impacts that it had had in my life and also what it meant for me going forward. Mm. And, you know, Pastor Jay, coming face to face with those things, it's not easy, like, because it requires me to do some really hard things, to make some decisions, to put up some boundaries, to do some things that, you know, I'm not comfortable with. And yet I know that that is what God wants me to do. And if that person had not been obedient, if they had not come and told me the truth, who knows how much longer it would have taken or how much further down a a path I would have gone where I'm not supposed to be kind of thing. And so I really want to say like, (laughs) this is so real for me right now because I've just been there. Um, You need to pay attention to the tension. That's right. You did something about the tension. And that's what we want to talk about as we close and conclude this uh, this conversation. If you're about to make a critical decision, if you're about to make a major decision in your life and you have this tension, don't ignore it. Pay attention to that tension because when you suppress it, the outcome is that you are going to blindly walk into a situation that you're going to regret mm. in the future. Definitely. And don't disregard the truth teller just because of who it might be. Oh yeah, It might be a donkey. It might be a child. That's good. It might be someone that you don't even like, 
But sometimes there's just something, it, it's worth just opening up your ear, <laughs> opening up your heart just to hear what this person has to say. So before you press go on a big decision, you know, you need to just pause. You need to pay attention to that tension. So today we have been covering the conscience question, which is, is there a tension that deserves my attention? And so the challenge that we want to leave you guys with today is to really consider that right now, right where you are, you know, as a lot of people like to make um, big New Year's resolutions, you know, yeah. we go going into that time we're going into that time where we like to make decisions and we want to just do some things differently as we go into that space we want to ask you to consider that tension you know if there's something that's vying for your attention right now something inside of you or maybe someone who keeps telling you something um, and you keep brushing them off we want you to specifically go and speak to that person to specifically go and do some soul searching about that situation and we believe that you will make a better decision by just doing that and so tomorrow we will be continue this conversation about pivotal questions that you need to ask so do not miss out and as always we encourage you guys to subscribe to this podcast share it with a friend or family member so that we can all keep growing together so until tomorrow let's keep growing Growing.